I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you are listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight's episode is all about confidence. The good, the bad, and the really good. Because when it's good, it's good. It is good. You when can feel it. It is, right? It's like euphoria. Right. It's like, like a really good orgasm. Right. Tingly feeling. Mm -hmm. But when it's bad, oh, baby. It can be rough. It is. It can be rough. And it can be hard to bounce back from when it, you get your confidence shaken a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I know for me, when I get dressed up, I mean, it doesn't have to be, I don't have to be in a tuxedo or anything like that. Although but you look so good in a tux. That's however. Like my favorite version of Matt, like 007 Matt. Sorry. 007 Matt. I know. Right. I just want to make you a martini every time you put a tux on. Shake it, not stir it, Yes, please. darling. Of course. <laughs> um, but no, I think, you know, when I get dressed up to go out, when we get dressed up and we're going to go somewhere and I've got on nice shoes and, um, is this, where I mean, I, is this where I tell our, our listeners that you're a shoe whore? I'm not. I'm okay. I'm not. You, I'm you, not. You kind of are. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I can quit it. Oh, time. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, I have more shirts than I do shoes. You do, barely. No, that's not true. <laughs> I have way more shirts than I have shoes. However, but when, but. when I, I digress, when we go out to an event or whatever, I make sure that I always have nice shoes, socks, nice pants, uh, a nice shirt, showered. Well groomed. Well groomed, like good smelling cologne. You always smell good. I gotta tell you guys, if I if I could just like do some sort of like scratch and sniff on our website, I would totally do a scratch and sniff of Matt's shirt, because he always smells good. Like he, it's it's the kind of smell good where I just want to like take his shirts out of the laundry and just hang on to them a little bit because they smell so good. So hmm. yeah, it's good stuff. But it's amazing when we go to an event though, and we see the different people come in. Right. Like ripped jeans um, backward ball caps ball caps ball caps it's crazy to be in an event where i'm in a cocktail dress and you're in like a jacket and tie and we see someone else come in in a ball cap and a t-shirt right i feel like i'm at the theater 
<laughs> you know, like when our, like when you go to the theater and like fancy event or something and then someone is not dressed. And I'm like, wow, that just is, you know, I feel like I put effort into how I look and I want the people that I want to play with to put effort into how they look. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, I mean, I think that really shows when you go to an event because you never see a woman uh, come in with like ratty hair. It's or, really rare. Or you don't, you never see a woman come in with a ball cap or like, you know, kind of grungy looking clothes. Or, ratty sneakers. Yeah. Just, yeah. You don't, you don't see it It's very rare. It's very, very rare. Even if, even if it's more like I'm super girly and I know that, like, I mean, you know, I practically, uh, shed glitter as I walk, but <laughs> not all women are like that. And that's okay. Sure. But even women who are more tomboyish than I am still take pride in their appearance. Absolutely. I don't ever see women at an event who don't take pride in how they look. Right. Exactly. You know, now even, our styles might be different. But... Sure. But they always look nice right. and they always present themselves very, very well. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I think that, you know, women gain confidence when they do that yes. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makeup and hair and, you know, clothes that are well fitting and comfortable and, you know, to your comfort level of, of revealing. I mean, some of us are good with things that are more revealing than others. I know I recently went to something where I wore a dress without a bra and I felt like, Oh, I'm in public without a bra. I'm in public without a bra. And it was kind of a little nerve wracking for me because uh, my breasts aren't huge, right? And a lot of women in the lifestyle are more well endowed than I am, either naturally or enhanced. And um, mine are small. And so I was a little intimidated to, uh, to not have that boost and lift that Victoria's Secret gives us. <laughs> So it was a little, it was a little bit different for me, but I had lots of, lots of positive comments, mm -hmm. which definitely boosted my confidence. Right. So I think that in this lifestyle, I think that people find confidence sexy, right? People find that someone who knows what they're about, knows what they want, knows what they don't want to be well, super sexy. I think that transcends even into other aspects of your life though right oh yeah i mean you can definitely tell when you walk into when someone walks in and whether you're in an event or not mm -hmm. and whether or not they're confident about themselves right and that i think that kind of helps out throughout everything in your life you know if you have if you have clothes that you feel confident in or you have a piece of jewelry that you just kind of helps you with your confidence. Right. It makes you feel prettier. It makes you feel special. Right. I totally agree with that. And I think that there's so many things in this lifestyle that can shake your confidence or it can make you feel insecure. There can, when you open your relationship, so you have this wonderful, amazing relationship with your partner, like Matt and I have this wonderful relationship and then we open it up and then there's all of these little outside things that can affect that, right? Like mm -hmm. there's insecurity issues and jealousy issues and, and am I good enough issues and all these little tiny things that can affect, right? When you open a relationship, you have all those little outside parameters Absolutely. that can totally affect how confident you feel 
And so I think that doing the things that can make you feel more confident in general are going to, are going to help with that. And they're going to make those other little things seem very small. Exactly. So, you know, I know that when we open our relationship up and we actually get to play with different people, um, there are certain things that I know that I kind of excel at mm-hmm. and I focus on those things. Would you like me to go into detail on this? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I really so wouldn't. I so could. I know you could. I mean, there's that one thing that you do that's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. Can we pause? (laughs) We got to get through this. (laughs) But so one thing I want to mention is being confident in this lifestyle isn't always about the way we look. True. It can be about what we know. Absolutely. It's not always about what you look. It does help, though. It does help. The way you look, the way you um, smell, like your perfume, your cologne, your makeup, all those things matter. Mm -hmm. But knowing your event knowing where you're going, knowing where you and your partner stand in the lifestyle, being solid and strong Mm -hmm. and knowing like, I know where Matt and I are. I have no doubts about where our relationship is, what we both want, what we're both looking at. That gives me confidence and, you know, researching an event that we go to beforehand. So I know what to expect gives me confidence. Sometimes uh, either Matt or myself will reach out to other people attending an event and maybe try to make friends ahead of time so that when we walk in, we know someone there. Exactly. And that, and that does help. It helps your yeah. confidence. You're not walking into something blind. You don't, you know, and we may ask questions like, well, what's the event like? What, what's the event like? What, you know, what kind of things can we expect? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, especially well, people really dress in the theme. <laughs> That's yeah, a big one. <laughs> yeah. Well, people dress in a theme um, and we've been to a couple places We've been to a couple of events that have been themed and or not even themed that we come dress how we want to how we want to kind of present ourselves Mm -hmm. and have been either extraordinarily overdressed. Literally because we were wearing clothes. Literally because we were wearing (laughs) clothes. But then other times we dress the part, dress Mm -hmm. the theme of the event and only half of the other. It seems like there's more men who don't dress in the theme. Totally agree with that. And I don't yeah. know why they don't feel the need to do that. I don't understand it because you seem to really love it. I It's enjoyable, right? Yeah, it's and you like look you amazing could, when you're all dressed up. It's it's a chance to just kind of like, okay, this is not, I don't have to be in reality, to, right? so to speak. And, and whether that's like a costume or whether that's just like nice clothes, mm-hmm. either way, you seem to really... Well, embrace I, that i enjoy looking good mm-hmm. I, I want to present myself to someone else or to part of a couple or a unicorn mm-hmm. like hey i'm i'm going to stand out you know i'm going to stand out of mm-hmm. i'm going to take crowd. care of myself exactly exactly yeah, yeah. and it's, because that's I what mean, it's about it is you know i i want to present myself as well-groomed i smell good i can be articulate i can have interesting things to say mm-hmm. smart funny pretty yeah. you know pretty I'm, cute whatever i'm mm-hmm. not going to be a stick in the mud i'm not going to look at every other tom dick and harry no offense to tom dick and harry but um can you imagine being in this lifestyle and having the name dick oh man that guy whoever that guy is i just want to give you props right now because you've got it going on well you have to go by richard 
damn, I, I'd be okay with Dick. I totally would. I totally would. I know how much you like Dick. I know, right? And I right. could I could live this up, and I would so be into that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It would wouldn't matter if Dick was tall or short. Or... It wouldn't matter. I don't care. I don't right. care. Do you want to change your name? No. Come on, baby. No. For me? I like Matt. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> well, I think that... I think that being knowledgeable does help. And being knowledgeable about the lifestyle, too, helps. Like, I think being knowledgeable about yourself and what your strengths are mm-hmm. and recognizing that and not trying to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pretend. People can see through that stuff in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, don't pretend to be something you're not. Be genuine. Be honest. Be respectful. Yeah. And that's going to give you more self-confidence. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that the challenges that we find to our confidence in this lifestyle. And there have been quite a few. There have been. Yeah, there have been times that, I mean, I consider myself, I'm normally pretty confident. And I, I normally, you know, never met a stranger, can talk to anyone. And there have been times when I have been like. Struggling boohooing in my Chardonnay <laughs> for, oh my gosh, you know, no one likes me. <laughs> so yeah, I've definitely struggled, but connecting with other couples, um, like, you know, trying to figure out, are they, are they into me? Are they not into me? Are they, you know, are they in, like, are they into us or, or not? Or, um, oh my gosh, getting ghosted. That's a big one. Like you start, you start doing all of these, you know, having a really amazing conversations and then all of a sudden it's just like, poof. They're gone. Gone. Yeah. That, that happened to us recently. Mm -hmm. We, we started talking to this couple and it was like every day texting on a group message. It was pictures and funny memes and everything was going great. And then we met them. And we were at an event and then poof, poof, gone, gone, not only gone, but they removed themselves from the group chat. They never said goodbye. They never said, we're not interested. Nothing. They just, yeah, you made us, we're upset. We're not, nothing. you did, you did XYZ, yeah. no, nothing, just poof, right. Gone. And so then of course, Matt and I are like, what did we do? Was it us? I, yeah, we still, I mean, I we have no idea. We right? don't have a clue. And so we just have to chalk that up to, and we talked about this. And this is one of the things that I, I did want to say is that going over this as a couple, what happened and actually revisiting the, the rejection together kind of strengthens us a little bit because we talk about, well, you know, I don't think you did anything wrong and I don't think I did anything wrong. Well, and, I think it just kind of reaffirms our, our, our confidence. Right. That we didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like I groped her inappropriately. I never did. I don't feel like I touched her in any way that right. she, I mean, I never, I never touched her. I don't, I mean, I never. You danced with her. I danced with her. <laughs> I touched it, her back so. and I touched her arm. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And so we, we kind of had to chalk it up to I'm kind of grateful that we found out what they're really like Mm -hmm. before we got any more involved. Right. Because if they're the kind of people that can just be that cold and that distant, they're probably not the kind of people that we want to be involved with long term. Right. Not our speed. Yeah. And we thought about reaching out and talking. We like, hey, what what went on? What happened? Mm -hmm. 
but you know, that's not really our, it's not really our job. Right. If there was an issue, then it was kind of, I kind of feel like it was up to them to bring it up to us. Mm -hmm. And since they didn't, I kind of have to think, well, that's a little on the childish side and And, they're probably not our speed or they're not at the same place we're at in this lifestyle. And maybe they're not our type. So we kind of had to chalk it up to that. But being ghosted really does. It kind of rattles you a little bit. It really does rattle you. I, I rattles me because I always think I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I did something wrong. So um, another thing, too, I think, is that what we've experienced, too, is like and all of a sudden uh, for a newer couple and then they're really into it and everything's going great. We've had, you know, some phone conversations. We've had texting. We've had group text. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, hey, you know what? After the fact, we're not ready for this. Right. And yeah. like, oh, we've had wow. that happen. Yeah. This was uh, like, this was, we were ready to go, not like ready to go play, but just ready to meet, mm-hmm. you know, and see how, how the interaction was mm-hmm. in person because it was great over text and over, over video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you think you have all this chemistry and then all of a sudden that couple pulls back and they're like, we totally changed our minds. Right. And you're thinking, what did I say? What right. did I do? But I think that, I think we never really get the full story. And right. that's another thing people have to remember is everyone is going to present that, that happy face to the public and you're never going to find out what actually happened behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that particular couple, it, it, it could have been something inside their relationship and they could have been like, you know what? We decided we don't want this. Right. Yeah. Cause they were so new. So there's always, there's always that kind of thing and you can't predict that. Right. And it, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, if we're all adults here, we can talk about things. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, we, you know, we thought we were at this place and we thought we were ready to move forward with this. But, you know, after we've talked about it a little bit more, it's like, you know, we kind of realize that we're not ready. Right. And, you know, and we're perfectly fine. We're not going to push anybody to be in no, an absolutely un- not. uncomfortable position if, mm-hmm. if, you know, if, if another couple is feeling weird and uncomfortable about, about things, then that's fine. Just be honest with us and tell us about it. And it won't, it won't rattle our confidence as much. And I have to say, I, I know the couple that you're talking about, and I, I would totally say that they handled it the right way. They did. They reached out to us. They said, we think you're great. We like you guys. I'm sorry, we're not ready for this. We're stepping back. Yeah. And it wasn't anything on us. And, and then we knew that. And so I was really kind of proud of them that as newbies, they had the uh, the guts maybe to say that because there are a lot of people who would have just ghosted. Right. And we've been ghosted by people who were veterans in this industry or industry ha in this lifestyle so what industry are we in apparently apparently i'm making it all a job tonight sorry about that well there is some work involved every once in a while it's a little bit (laughs) lifestyle is what i meant so sorry my face is so red at the moment (laughs) but hey at least i didn't pronounce it wrong you got that going i got that going for me there's one thing so Yes. But so I think the the takeaway from that is just to be honest with who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. If for some reason you feel like, hey, there's this connection started out really strong and then, you know, maybe into the conversation or into the 
even after you meet, you're like, well, you know, maybe I don't feel as strongly as I thought I did. Or maybe there was something that just made you feel a little icky or squicky Mm -hmm. or whatever, because that's happened to us before, too. That has. And that sometimes can revolve around someone's boundaries. It can be. But that can Mm -hmm. also shake your confidence a little bit as well. It can. But, you know, the one nice thing, okay, we've talked about things that will shake your confidence. I think the the thing to talk about, too, is the things that can kind of boost your confidence. Oh, my gosh. Is there anything better than when you meet someone and you know, you just know they're into you and you're into them? Or. And it's like. Or you don't have a clue and then they just come up and lay one on you. That's true. There is that. Although that doesn't happen to me as often as it happens to you. Right. I feel like you're Captain Oblivious and I'm and I'm not. Right. I know, because you're always going, Oh my god, that girl was so into you. I know, I know. Oh my gosh. I always I always tell this story to Matt about this one particular couple we went to dinner with one time. And I am sitting across from the wife and I'm cat a corner to the husband. And the entire time that we're at dinner, the wife is looking at like she is going to take her dessert spoon and eat him up and so it was a very platonic dinner it was a crowded restaurant and it was a wonderful conversation but really didn't revolve too much around anything other than just like getting to know family and getting to know each other and, and like interests and things like that we left the restaurant and i i told matt i'm like oh my goodness she has got it for you baby and he's like what are you talking about i'm like you didn't notice? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, she was going to eat you with her spoon. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea until we got up to leave and she came over and gave me a big kiss. And, oh, yeah. yeah. She was all about you, baby. Right. I was kind of like, wow. Oh, the cherry on that Sunday. Right. Where did that come from? <laughs> what do you even have dessert? It was adorable. I love it. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times. It has. Or several times. We're going to just get you a hat and call you Captain Oblivious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little sailor hat. I know. I need some kind of like something that I I'm can just wear. Start, like kicking you under the table. I need to get something. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah, definitely something. But that builds own. that that like kind of helps my confidence out with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. When like unexpectedly not knowing and then or having that kind of surprise after the fact. So here's a question for you. Now I know that by nature that you are you are slightly introverted. And by, right. and by slightly, I mean like, you know, 79%. <laughs> That's being generous. <laughs> so do you feel like being in this lifestyle has helped with that? Are you less I feel more, introverted than you used to I be? I feel like I am. I can, and it's, it's easier to talk to people. It's easier to kind of like not be as nervous walking in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helps your confidence. It does. It's still struggle. I still struggle sometimes to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And there are some other great podcasts about how to do that and walk. I mean, there's people that have acronyms and, um, of what to talk oh, yeah. about and everything else. And, and I, I mean, I I don't have anything that I can tell our listeners right off the top of that. Top of I got one. When I want to meet a couple. Mm-hmm. And, and this is actually genuine. And you know this because I'm such a close horse and I adore shoes. But typically, if the wife is wearing some kind of really, really snazzy shoes or really, really awesome jewelry or pretty makeup. I'll be like, oh my God, you look amazing. Or that dress is awesome on you. Or I love your shoes. And that's usually an icebreaker for me. But it's genuine simply because I am, I am kind of a, I, yeah, I have a lot of shoes. 
and love this. You want to go to an event, darling? I got it already. I don't have to go shopping. You want a ball gown? You want something with a train? Short cocktail dress? Bunny costume? You name it, I got it. Let's go. <laughs> and you had the audacity to call me <laughs> a shoe whore. For a man, you are, darling. I am not. How many pairs of shoes do you have? 30? No. 25. Yeah, you got a lot, darling. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, he's actually thinking about how many pairs of shoes I he has. I only have 15. Only 15? Yeah. I'm going to pull most of the men in the world, and they're going to tell me they have three. They're gonna... I find that difficult to believe. Do you want to make bets on this? No, I don't want to make bets on this. But I find sexual it... favors bets because I could bet our podcast listeners. You get those chime anyway. In. <laughs> I know, but I could bank them up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think men have more shoes than I, I. They don't have as many as women. I won't give them that. But men typically have more than three pairs of shoes. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold judgment on that for a little while. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> That's fine. We'll start taking. We're, polls. Okay. We keep talking about shoes. We got to circle back around here to confidence. confidence what we're talking confidence. about confidence. So, so there is one thing that will kind of shake my confidence a little bit. And it's a, it's a crazy one. And this stems from my past a little bit, but it is sometimes difficult for me when we actually get to the play part of meeting a new couple mm-hmm. asking for what I want. Oh, sure. Bed. Well, now are you talking about the first time or are you yeah. talking about? Well, I mean, it's mostly the first time, sometimes even after that, depending on the person, but being confident enough to say, I like to be, I like for you to touch me like this, or this turns me on. I think that's It's hard true. to ask for that. I think that's true for most people, though. I do think, that, but it's not something we talk about, right? It is not something, I think, for most people, you might go, hey, I like it when you do, like, hey, I like this, or mm-hmm. I like that. But you don't go into much detail, right? Right. You don't say, hey, I like it when you touch me here. You don't tell them how you like to be touched mm-hmm. there. Or you don't tell them, hey, I really like it. Like, I really like it when you do this. Mm-hmm. You know, run your fingers down the back, down my back, or, um, you know. Grab- like, I feel like if it's somebody I really know and I'm really confident with, I can be super specific. I can be like, I want you to do exactly this thing, right? Like this with your tongue. And at the end of it, I want you to do this with your thumb. And then, like, all at the same time. And be super specific. I really want to know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 I know, right? <laughs> but no, I still read about that. <laughs> I know. Tongue and thumb and circles and up and down and left and right. Right? It's all uh, those good things mixed together. Right. But the more confident I am with somebody, the more I can say, this is really what I want. Do you feel like it's gotten more as the longer you've been in the lifestyle, you're more comfortable with that? Sometimes. But I still struggle with someone new. Because you want to please that person, right? And you want them to be happy and you want them, you want to build their confidence, right? right? I want to build their confidence, especially if they're new. And so I don't want to be too demanding. So I don't want them to think they're a bad lover. Well, here's the thing that, that I struggle with. Like, okay, we meet somebody new and we play and they're very quiet. And you have no idea if it's good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes I can tell, Mm -hmm. sometimes I can't. Maybe they should take the Julie school of how to of how to scream. 
<laughs> no, I, no, I just think, though, that I think some people, um, whether it's from my kids or neighbor, like, you know, mm-hmm. if they live in an apartment or a condo or right. something, they're like, oh, well, you know, I can't be super loud. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We we played with a couple that had kids. Well, and... we've played with quite a few. Right. And But, and they're so quiet. Right. And And so, you know, we don't have to worry about that. And so we're like... Wow, I don't say anything. Right. And, then, and it's just kind of a confident shaker. Well, you had to remind me that they're used to being quiet for the kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah. light bulb. Yeah, because it was just like. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Crickets. Yeah. Total crickets. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like the loud mouth in the room. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I think the thing for me, too, is like I don't get. Like it, I'm, I'm a pleaser, right? I really mm-hmm. like to please my partner and I find enjoyment and I find kind of like some satisfaction in knowing that what I'm doing is pleasing my partner. Heck it helps, yeah. it helps build my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, to know you're a good lover. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it helps me to build my confidence with, with that partner mm-hmm. and to know that, that what I'm doing is exciting and, and erotic for them. But mm-hmm. when I don't get the the sounds and the indications that what I'm doing is good, then it kind of like, well, it, am I not doing something right? Am I, I'm like, I know I've, this has worked in the past. And <laughs> it's worked multiple times in the past. And, why isn't it working? <laughs> yeah, why isn't it working now? Yeah, um, I get the same thing. So, I mean, that can be a confidence shaker, but at the same time, if you're with someone who does, who is more vocal and kind of more like, giving you those cues of like, oh my gosh, this is really awesome and you're really doing a job, then that's such a it's such a confidence builder as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I mean I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like my oral skills are kind of my like the top of my game, you know? And so if I'm with someone who doesn't really respond much, then I'm kind of like a little shaken because I'm thinking, hey, everyone else thinks this is like blue ribbon. So get with the program. Right. <laughs> right? But I, and, and the thing about that is, is, you know, everyone likes it a little different. Mm-hmm. So then it's learning what that, per, what that person likes. And, you know, that kind of can make of, you feel like maybe are you doing a good enough job? Well, and, and that goes back to being afraid to ask what you're Right. What you want. What you really want. Well, maybe not what you really want, but how, how, what pleases you. Yes. Yeah. And I think you have to get past that because you being pleased will in turn build the confidence of your partner. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it's, it's like a twofold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely something. So I I do want to talk about real quick how, Okay, so you and I have definitely had, we've had some works, right, in this yeah. lifestyle. We've had a lot of highs, but we've also had a couple of, oh, we didn't see that coming. Right. And I wanted to tell our listeners how we bounce back. So I think for the case in point we kind of mentioned before, of the, the most recent thing that we kind of experienced was like actually just talking to one another mm-hmm. and kind of reassuring, reassuring one another that, hey, you, I didn't see you do anything wrong. Right. It's not like, you know, you stepped on his toe or you like, you know. Exactly. Did you, you know, called him a weirdo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and nor did I do that to to the wife. Right. Well, and I had to ask Matt because I I had actually had a little bit of champagne that night, and I was like, did I say something bad? And he's like, no, you didn't. I mean, I was around you the whole time, and you were everything was fine. So, yeah, because it it did concern me. I was thinking, oh my goodness, you know, Julie stuck her foot in her mouth, <laughs> but it um we we couldn't think of anything. So right. It was, but I think the biggest thing that we do for each other, bouncing back from rejection, is that we remind each other that at the end of the day, this lifestyle, play with other couples outside of our relationship, is kind of like the sprinkles on the cupcake, right? right? Like we have this amazing cupcake with this amazing frosting, and it's fabulous all the time. And occasionally we have these really awesome yummy sprinkles. But they're just sprinkles and it doesn't affect the solid part of what Matt and I have. Right. And it's that, not, I mean, and that, that's a really good analogy, but I mean, I think, it, but it's not that we don't care about our friends and it's not. We do. We definitely do. Um, yeah. We don't respect them and respect their relationships and stuff like that too. But I mean, I think she's just trying to give an analogy to our listeners out there that, you know, hey, this is just extra. It is extra. You know, it's the fun stuff. Right. And, you know, keeping that foundation there and keeping that confidence within that foundation kind of helps maintain it for both both of us. For both of us. The other thing that Matt and I never do is we don't blame each other. Like if someone if if someone is not pulls back, Matt doesn't say, well, Julie, obviously, if you had done this, this and this, then they wouldn't have done that. Right. You know, and I oh, don't no, do no. that to him either. Well, we can't expect. We don't. We yeah. don't. We don't know what's going on inside of somebody else's relationship if they don't share that with us. Right. Right. You know, I mean, and sometimes, you know, it's something personal and they don't want to share it. And that's perfectly OK. Yeah. totally. But, you know, um, but we just have to remind ourselves that, hey, it's not our fault when people pull back. Right. And we've even had a situation where there was a particular couple that one person was very interested in one of us and then the other person was not interested in the other person, but neither one of us blamed each other because of a lack of interest on the other couple. Right. Like if somebody was interested in Matt, but wasn't interested in me, Matt's not going to say, well, if your boobs were bigger or if you were prettier or if you were smarter, yeah, he's not going to do that. And we, we don't, do that to each other we build each other up we never tear each other down right and, and I, I think that's big it is very big so you know you you have to remember to step outside to realize that you can't see inside of the other person's relation the other people's relationship and what's going on there and the dynamics that they're going through mm-hmm. you can only see what's presented and you have to go off of face value of what you see exactly exactly i think overall being in the lifestyle has made both of us more confident. Absolutely. And I, I know I'm more that. confident. I can I see be. that in, in other people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're feeling shy or you have body images or whatever, um, you know. Oh, like body image issues, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've certainly been in events that there are people there that I would have never guessed in a million years right. would be at these events. And... I'm thinking it's everything from like gym rats to like the opposite end of the spectrum and Couch everything in between, right? Yes. All, all ages, all, you know, 
different preference levels. I mean, From it's just... 19 to 80. At least, know? yeah, at least. So, and and you definitely have not experienced this lifestyle until you've been in an elevator and been hit on by a couple who was at least 80. At least. I know. Right? <laughs> I was sitting back and that gentleman was... And you know what? I was just like, wow. I like it though. I like it just because think of the confidence that he has. He had some confidence. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting on a woman half his age, right? right? And she was, she wasn't saying no. She was, she was smiling. So there is that. Right. That takes some confidence. Exactly. So I wonder how long he's been in the lifestyle. I should have asked. You should have. I should have. So I think that it, it does, when someone finds us irresistible, when someone finds you irresistible and it's like, oh, you, you are the cat's meow. It definitely makes you feel good. It does make you feel good. Right? I think that's a, that's one of the, it's part of, of this lifestyle that makes it so intriguing mm-hmm. is to know someone other than your significant other finds you just as delicious. Right? Because yeah. I could tell Matt all day long, baby, you are so sexy. You're so handsome. You're so smart. You're everything, right? You're like the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. And he is he is sometimes going to believe me. <laughs> sometimes I'm not. Sometimes he's like, you, you're paid to say that. <laughs> right? And but I mean, when, it, works too, it works both ways, right? It does. It does. Because you tell me all the time, oh, I love your breasts. I love this. I love that. I love everything about you or whatever. And then I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but then someone else comes along and they're like, hello. And it does. It reaffirms that for Mm -hmm. me. It doesn't take anything away. It just adds to. Right. So I think that's what makes. Maybe you think I'm not as crazy as you think I am. It it definitely helps. Although you're still crazy. It's okay. I like a little bit of crazy. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. It's just yeah. like a, it's just like a hair. It's good. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, so I, I definitely think that swinging can help you feel more attractive. Mm-hmm. It can bring you out of your shell, and it, that is it, living proof of that. Well, it it can, it does, mm-hmm. it, it does. But it's it's you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to take the steps to come out of your shell. Yes, and you you've grown big time but, Since but again I, it was it has to be a willing thing right you you can't go along and do the same things over and over you can't go and sit at a table at an event and expect people to come to you you nope. have to get up and you have to walk around you have to introduce yourself. you know what i think is the worst thing at events chairs now i say this as a woman who wears high heels because i'm five foot three and i always wear heels but i'm telling you right now chairs are a terrible thing at an event because if you plant your butt in a chair, you won't get up no. and you won't mingle. But if you're standing, you will meet more people. I assure you, stand people. Go to an event and stand and mingle. You will talk to more people. You will move around the room more. If you sit in a chair at a table, you're done. You are down for the count. Yep. So my personal opinion. Right. <laughs> so, but I, I do think that it, it makes a big difference. And, and you know, another thing is, and this is a confidence builder too, swinging 
it really opens your eyes to so many different walks of life. Mm-hmm. It makes you a more well-rounded, cultured person mm-hmm. because you're constantly meeting new people and finding out about new things and and new ideas that you didn't know about before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a confidence builder too. Knowledge is confidence. Sure. I mean, so, everybody, everybody walks in their own shoes and they, they all look through life with a different perspective. For sure. And if you can be open to some of those perspectives, you don't have to agree with them, but just listen and have mm-hmm. a conversation and you may learn something. I think that's one of the things you love the most about this is literally meeting new people and finding out about their life. Mm-hmm. So. Because it may, it may shed some light on a question that I have, or maybe a point of view that I didn't take, I didn't take the time to look at it from that angle. Mm-hmm. So our last little point that I want to make, and this is something that Matt added in for the end, because it's something that kind of can bother him a little bit and it kind of bothers me too, but really as far as gentlemen go, it bothers him a little bit, and that's overconfidence. Yeah. So overconfidence, right? This is the, the, for the gentlemen who walk in and think that they are just God's gift to women, but I can tell you and reassure you that being in this lifestyle, that there is no man who is going to be all that to every single woman. No, Mm-mm. but there are some that think they are. They, and we've definitely are. met a few of them. We have. And you know what? It's not being, not recognizing that in your own self. Mm-hmm. Now, now, to be fair, we have met a few women who were definitely, I know I'm hot and, and you should bow to me. Right. right. And that's a turn off to me. It, it really is. It, it, it works both ways. Sure. I, don't, I don't want people to think that we only meet men that are like this, but we've met women too. Sure. And, then, so, and that's a very big turn off to me. Yeah. Because there's nothing that you, you know, you put your underwear on one leg at a time if you're wearing underwear. Um, it's panties, baby. Right. <laughs> so undergarments. How about that? Manties. No. Oh, I like that term. I don't. I want to coin it. No, you can coin it all you want to. I think they should be called manties. You can coin it to say whatever you want to say. It's kind of cute. I'm talking about general both sexes. <laughs> both. Oh. But anyway, so. You digress. I, I, I'm going to start over. <laughs> but we've met, we've met men and women who are overly confident that they lifestyle and um, you know it's certainly a turn off if you can't be a little bit humble and realize that everybody's in the same boat everybody mm-hmm. you know we're all living our life where everybody has shoes everybody puts right. shoes on everybody puts you know everybody has a job everybody has a little, well and you have to think too there are people in this lifestyle okay so if you're 20 or if you're 50 You've lived life, right? Mm-hmm. When I was 18, I had my appendix out. And it was in a major exploratory surgery because it nearly burst. And it left me with a scar that's about 10 inches long across my stomach. And it's permanent. Like, it was a big scar. It was like a lot of staples. But I was 18. Mm-hmm. So I've been carrying that scar around for 20-something years. It's not going anywhere. Right. I can't do a damn thing about it. Right. So everyone has scars, stretch marks, cellulite, 
you know, things they wish they didn't have. Sometimes you get ready to go to an event and you, and like a pimple pops up in some crazy place on your back or your chest or your face or, you know, that kind of shit happens. And those things can shake your confidence and they can make you feel like you're not enough or you're not pretty or you're not whatever. But, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is then you have, you know, people who are so overconfident that they think that they're so perfect. And I'm thinking, no, we're all human. Exactly. We're all human somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I was trying to get at is we're all human. But here again, we don't, Julie and I don't have to talk to those people who come across that, that right. arrogant and that overconfident. Yeah, we kind of steer clear there. Yeah. So, yeah. So we hope that our thoughts about confidence help you guys out. Absolutely. And, in this lifestyle and give you a little bit of a boost and let you know that if you're struggling, you are definitely not alone. Right. And to remember that you are enough and you're amazing. Yeah. So there you have it. Thanks for listening. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Polly.com.